And boys, we are back. Week eight. I mean, what an awful thing to say, but week eight. Now we're partially remote. I'm remote. You guys are in the Moose Media Studios. I caught we're a little. Here, you're not. Yeah. I caught a little flu, shoving. a little bug uh, while I was out uh, out of town. I went to Oklahoma over the weekend for a wedding. My first yeah, time in Oklahoma. It? How was it? Do you have any stories? Do you have any yeah, travel we- stories? It was fun. Well, the travel was mostly seamless, right? The flight from Denver to uh, to Tulsa is pretty short, so no issues there. Really? Um, so your seat didn't have any seams on it? How was it put together? Uh, Uh-oh, starting early today. Uh-oh. It, was like a, it might as well have been made out of steel anyway. It wasn't comfortable. So, um, yeah, no, it was so fun. Will, will didn't time, land that plan very well. <laughs> my first time in, uh, in Oklahoma, it was cool. Like the, Tulsa kind of reminded me of Dallas, where I've been. It's like a smaller version of it almost. Okay. We went real out into, uh, like, a, it was a friend's wedding, and they live actually outside of Tulsa, out in, in uh, the country, right? Mm. Um, Were you picking and, apples and petting goats? Uh, there were no apples or goats, but there were cows. There were a lot of cows. Um, but okay. one thing that I loved, Down one of the, the Uber cow drivers that, that drove us from Tulsa out to the wedding area, uh, this guy, Timothy, by the way, that was his name. He was super friendly. But shout out. You should have shout, said your name was Jimothy. Shout out, Timothy. <laughs> he was uh, playing. When he came in, you know, he's like got Spotify going. He's like, what, what do you guys want to listen to? And we were like, oh, whatever. You know, like, this is fine. And at first I was like, oh, you know, what is this? Like. He was listening to a Spotify genre, a playlist called Hick Hop. Have you guys ever heard of Hick Hop? No. No. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's like <laughs> it's like rap wait, wait, wait. beats. It sounds like someone's hiccuping trying to sa- trying no, no, to rap. No, no, This is hi- this is hip hop for hicks. Oh, hick Hop. Okay. <laughs> so, it's it's like a rap style song with like beats, but it also has like guitar strings that make it sound a little country and it's was like a lot of guys to it? Was he listening to it ironically? No, 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 no. This oh, guy was okay. this guy was the embodiment of hip hop. He was into it, and uh, this and guy was it, all this guy was all uh, he was all it? about it, dude. Um, hip hop, hip hop, yeah. And so it's like hip hop, but for hicks, Tyler. And yeah. so, but the worst part is that it was like, like it. a lot of the songs were pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, like the, like it was not an, I don't you know think he gets hicks. I just don't think I like the music. By the way, a couple of them were bops. Uh, we went to we did the really? wedding. Okay, we went to uh, the casino after we went to the Hard Rock in Tulsa. I lost about a hundred bucks at the roulette table over nice. the course of a couple of hours. What were you betting? But, well, see, that's the thing. I've been talking Red, to people black, since then, and they odd. say like you're supposed to like kind of pick a strategy and just go no, with they, it. Who cares what they say? What were you doing? Well, you're the gambling expert, so you sh- you'd probably understand what statistically would be the best way to do it. What I was doing was, first I went up, and, and I was like, I'm just going to ride black for a few hands, and I lost like three hands in a row, right? Then, uh, or three rolls in a row, I guess, whatever you'd call it for sure, roulette. Beans. Um, spins. Thank you, Smitty. Um, sure. And then this this girl who was in our group came over and sat down next to me, and she started uh, she started betting, and I was like, you know what? Like I'm picking wrong. I'm just gonna go with whatever you're doing. <laughs> okay. And then we won like five in a row. It, it was like a mix. It was like here she was just like going off the vibe. She's like, we're doing black, we're doing red, we're doing odd, we're doing even. Like, and I ended up winning a bunch of hands in a row. I ended up getting up at one point, and then uh, and then you know we let it ride as you do at a casino, and ended up losing uh, losing it all back. So. Uh, it was a fun time, though. I ended up smoking a cigarette, which I don't even smoke. But when I'm in a casino and I'm allowed to smoke indoors, great. I, I just want to. It's fantastic. Right. So I smoked a, a cigarette. I'm not a cigarette smoker. 
uh, had a couple of soda pops. You Did know? you really? Um, <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And so it was a good time. My overall uh, experience was, in hold Oklahoma hold on, hold was positive. On. Was there football at the wedding? There was not. So, oh, and I teased, yes, fall Saturdays. She did lie to me. Um, fall Saturdays, you're supposed to not book uh, football, right? Now, the, the yeah, wedding was later, so lost. I did get to watch a couple of the morning and afternoon games in the hotel before, right? I caught like the first half of the Oregon-Washington game before I had to go. I watched a bunch of replays and highlights afterwards, but completely missed um, you know, Southern Cal, Notre Dame. I did get back and I know we, we, you know, I wasn't there for the recap show. I did get back to the hotel, not sober in time to watch the end of the CU, uh, Stanford game. So that one, mm. I know that one hurt you, you guys. So, um, I, sure but did, I did Will. see it. I, I saw that live cause that was late. That was like, you know, two thirty my time when that game was wrapping up. So, um, Good, overall, though, catch it. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> overall, um, you know, enjoyed my my time in Oklahoma. I know we have listeners there, so shout out to the the fine folks of Tulsa. No, definitely. I've been to Oklahoma a couple times before. I went to Stillwater and Norman. Mm. Yeah, a little Oklahoma Oklahoma State action going on. The Bedlam, there and Bedlam, baby. Oh, Bedlam. Yeah, and I liked both places. I went to. There was no Outback Steakhouse in uh, Stillwater, so I had to go to uh-huh. Texas Roadhouse. But let me say, it was delicious. And, you know, they didn't have a Bloomin' Onion, but they had uh, something they had just like it on the called floor. Like the Awesome Blossom, I think. Right? Isn't it like an Awesome thing? Blossom a Chili's thing? But yeah, it's, it's all the same thing. idea. No, no, no. It's, 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 they that's, all have that's the same Texas menu. It's pretty, I'm pretty sure it's Chili's. Well, let's look it up. All right. Awesome Give Blossom. It a goo. Come on, um, Smitty. But uh, the rolls, the Texas Roadhouse, are delicious. Oh, yeah. oh those good. rolls are very, very good. And, yeah, you get to throw peanuts all over the floor. I think they, they actually might have changed that recently. I could be wrong. I haven't been to a Texas Roadhouse, admittedly, in like eight years or something. But um, uh-huh. Hey, hey, hey you know. so uh, 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 quick on your roulette stuff. So it doesn't matter what you bet. Whether What's that, Ryan? It's called a cactus blossom at Texas Roadhouse. Cactus blossom. Yeah, it makes That's what sense, it is. Yes. There you go. It's not okay. as awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, roulette uh, so it doesn't matter the the common natural instinct thing to do is say pick a red or black because you have a better chance over the right because it's going to go red black red, and so you're going to win that doesn't matter if you switch black red and black you're going to have the exact same odds every each roll right. is an independent event and so just pity, to, pity. to give some odds if you're going to bet the red or black or even or odd it's about a 47 point Right, because uh, there's green. Forty-seven point three percent ish, roughly forty-seven point three percent advantage or uh, expected outcome. Right, so the house has whatever that be, you know, just a couple percent advantage right there. Mm-hmm. So about two point seven percent. If you bet the numbers, that's about a five point two six percent house advantage. Right, so you bet the the even or odd about two and a half or so a little more. Uh, you bet the numbers about five point two six. So, and keep in mind, relating that to sports betting, if you make a sports bet, that number is about. Four point four five percent, the edge you're giving up. So it's actually a better bet to go play even or odd or red or black than it is to make a sports bet for the average person out there. So, okay. but hey, keep betting sports, keep betting games we give you because well, we I'm giving winners. Because yeah, I've been giving, giving winners. out, he's giving out winners. Um, I we didn't, uh, you know, again, I wasn't there for the recap show, but I am one up on the bet board. So, how you feeling? You're up this year, but you've been up every year at least one point during the during the season. Yeah, but how you feeling? Right around this time of year is when usually the wheels fall off. So I'm very Even the year where it was 31-13 at the end of the season. You were up five one that year. 
Yeah, but I think that I was, was just early. Bring it, I bring that year. up every time I can. That was early in the year, but yes, you. But we've had some where I've been up this this uh, point in the season, and then usually the wheels fall off. So it's making me extra vigilant, right? I'm learning from Good. experiences. So I think what I'm going to have to do is maybe um, throw a couple curveballs your way, maybe crisscross applesauce a couple of my picks just to see if I can't, you know, um, weasel my way into a bet board uh, victory, a trophy this year. It's funny. I was when I when I do my breakdowns for the game, of course, I I, I have in mind what you're going to bet. Right. In one game this week, I knew for a fact starting off. What side you're on? I just had to decide. Am I going to be on the other side? Because I know you're going to be on. It's the first game we're going to do. I know for a fact what side you're taking. <laughs> he thinks he knows. Folks. For a fact, um, he thinks he knows. Um, so before I we get into the game, should we put a bet board that I'll guess right and I'll write it down? No, we, let's, let's, let's not do that. that. <laughs> let's not do that. Speaking of bet board too, that win for Notre Dame big for me over over USC for the win total. Let's go Clemson, baby. I need Clemson so, later yeah. on in you, a few you, weeks. You when need they play. Clemson pretty bad. I need, they play in uh, early November. They, I'll have to check that. Yeah, it's coming up coming up yeah. here soon. So, yeah. um, well, before we even get to the games, um, I did see a couple pieces of college football news that I found. Did you see? Why that, are you that, smiling? Uh, Will's got a wry smile. Would you say that's wry, no? Because it's a sure. for the listeners. I think it's a wry smile. It's funny. What are you because smiling at? I was about. I'm thinking about Shane Beamer kicking something in the locker room and breaking his <laughs> fucking foot. Did you yeah, guys him read and this me story? both. That was the bet board game. I'm glad he was pissed off about it. I was too. It was nonsense. He, well, he I'm was not calling it a bad beat. I'm not calling it a bad beat at all. That's not what it was. But it was frustrating. No. Yeah, and honestly, I like my whole reason for picking Florida wasn't really right. I thought that South right, Carolina yeah. would, would struggle to move the ball through the air and sh- and Rattler so, had a huge game. So since your handicap was off, are you reneging? Are you giving back the bet board win? Yeah, no, definitely. That's always how this works. For you know sure. what will? Unless you, what unless you pick how they do it, it doesn't count. That's what Tyler's always said. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is actually I love this because it's important when you're betting sports. You got to always evaluate your handicap, just like Will's doing, and you are learning because you didn't used to do this. Evaluate your handicap, but always take the money. Always to never apologize for winning. Always take it. Always take the bet board wins. Always take the money even if your handicap isn't the exact reason why it, why it happened. But yeah, evaluate we, your handicap because you want to learn going forward where you may have misevaluated. Happens yeah, all Yeah, I mean, look, we get bad beats. You also get uh, get those Weasley wins, you know? Uh, I don't know if that's what you would call that, but, uh, well, but it's maybe good more to have of, one, That was more so. of an, uh, I would say, like a uh, hmm, groundhog. What are that? What are those little things that pop up and out of the ground? Weasels. <laughs> maybe weasels, groundhogs. Uh, you mean a prairie Moles. dog? Prairie dog. Oh, yeah. Prairie dog. I think it. weasel wind just sounds better because it's, you know, uh, it's alliter- alliterative, as they yeah. say. So. But Shane, yeah, Shane Bieber going to the hospital, kicking something. That's uh Yeah, broke his foot, whew. dude. Fully broke. I wonder what he kicked. That's what I'm wondering. Like, do you think he kicked a giant, like, Gatorade jug that was full no, of no, no, water? No. So he, he saw something, something like, ooh, I could kick that. Because there's no. no way he just kicked, like, a wall or yes, he, he kicked a pole. No, I think... I think bench. he wanted going to kick for bench, something sturdy. Yeah. No, when you're yeah. in a moment of rage, you want to make a scene. You want to destroy something. And so I think that in that point, you kick something that you think is going to, everyone's going to see how mad you are. It's going to fly somewhere. But I bet he thought it was like an empty big Gatorade jug and really it was full of Gatorade. And that's how he did it. Mm. I, my money's on. Maybe a let's helmet. Let's all guess. Maybe it'll come out eventually. My money's on a uh, a desk. Ooh. Yeah, it was I, in I the locker room, right? Was it in the locker room? I well, believe I think so. I think it was right if after If it was the in the locker room, then I'm going to go on uh, on a on a uh, what uh, a bench, like okay. a, a bench. Yeah, Ryan, what do you say? I'm going locker. Okay, 
Well, hopefully that I think it was a helmet reveals so. itself soon. Present um, yourself. Okay, now before we get to the bets, uh, of course, yes. we're always talking about it on every show. You, you guys got to join the Patreon. So, um, first of all, Tower posts all of his power ratings. They're the top 50 now. At one point, you had all of them, right? But I think it's just the top 50 now. Yeah, um, yeah well, well we, 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 it's top 50 every week because that's right. valuable info. I mean, of course. I, I feel like actually we should charge like 50 a month because there's people charging four times that for the information that's not as good. But sure. anyway. Um, it's only five bucks a month, and we post the top fifty every week. You can use that to make your own lines. Uh, during week, it was only like last week or two weeks ago. We did all one hundred and thirty-three teams, and then I'm gonna do that one more time during bowl season. So in between okay. the last game and bowl season, uh, I'll post my full one thirty-three, so everyone can use it for all of bowl season for our Patreon members. So it's totally worth it. Uh, we do extra fun stuff on there from time to time, but it's a way to support the show. You get a few things, so. Yeah, uh, it's patreon.com I mean, uh, slash college football tailgate. Easy enough. Yeah, bonus content helps support the show. So, and by the way, uh, we'll continue to, to read out names as we get people to join. So, yes. I mentioned it before. You can make your name something funny, and then Tyler has to read it out loud. So. We have a couple that we'll read next week, and yeah, join if you want to get your name read. All right, should yes. we get to this first game? Yes. All Which right. we, I unfortunately, I'd love to. Be like, you're wrong, but I think you actually are right on where I'm going to bet on this game. So It's we so obvious. It's so obvious. Penn it's State, so Ohio State. Now, Ohio here's what I'll State, say. Ohio, Penn State could be minus seven, and Will would take him this no, game. No, I wouldn't. Yes, because you the would. truth is that I am, I, I am I'm hesitant here because, by the way, so Penn State, a currently four-and-a-half, five-point uh, road underdog here, Ohio State. I think it's four and a half is the consensus now. Yeah, four, uh, four and, and, and a half. half yeah. Four and a half point favorites at home. This line opened like five and a half. Um, but look, I know I've been I've been very down on Ohio State and their offense this year. Um, now that being said, they in in most games they still like show up for like a quarter or two, and then a lot of times they've been able to to win games. You know, but like the point spread, I think, or the, the point differential after some of these games has not always been indicative of how the game looked throughout, right? Um, that's how the Maryland game was. Um, I, I felt like they should have lost that that Notre Dame game, but again, whatever. They, they're, they've been winning. They're undefeated at this point. But I don't want to make it seem like I think that they're like not like a top 10 team or anything like that, right? Like they're still really good. I just think that they should I, – I think that their offense has taken a very steep downgrade from last year. And you look at Penn State. Penn State's been blowing everybody out of the water. They're undefeated against the spread, by the way. James Franklin burned me in that first game against West Virginia. No, they're definitely um, getting margin. They're they're looking good. A ton sure. of margin, and he knows it, right? He's not afraid that they had that game against. Um, I'm trying to remember. What, I want to say it was week three or week four where they called like a like they brought in the the backup quarterback on the last drive and called like a a, a fake quarterback run to a play action pass to hit a touchdown to hit the spread, like. James Franklin is very aware of the number and trying to hit the spread here. So they've been good at that, and they are improved. I think Drew Aller is an upgrade for them at, at quarterback. They is it have a good Aller defense. or Aller? It's Aller. It's, it's Drew Aller. Okay, because um, We've uh, gone yeah. over this before. You want it to be Aller, and that's okay. I but said is, he should change it to Aller the baller. It's Drew, it's Drew Aller. Yeah. From a marketing because standpoint. That's what I'm sure. saying. I mean, I'm always thinking about the NIL for the players. That's what I do here. I'm here. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pro player money, right? Sure. So uh, Dijon's Bijan, they took that. Bijan's Dijon. Bijan's Dijon. Smaller Aller. Look, I didn't ask for any money there. I could have gone. We could have hired lawyers. We could have gone after him. I mean, we were. Be- we should. I wanted him to make money. He made that. What does he have now? Now he has his own line of Dijon because of this show. So we'll take the credit for that. Uh, this, yeah. I think this this could come to, uh, come to fruition if he changes it to Aller. 
We're talking Nike deals. We're talking. I mean, it's it's really endless possibilities. So interesting. I think, I think okay. it's a. It's a look. Joe Theismann did this. Now he didn't end up winning it that the Heisman that year, but they changed. They said, you know what? You want a better chance? You're going to change your last name to Theismann from from Theismann. I just that's think Aller right sounds weird. That's I think Aller sounds more natural as a name, and well, I don't know it, why. There's a lot of names Aller, that sound I'm weird once you hear it at first. I mean, come I on. suppose Walgie. I, I was yeah. I, I was saying a word the other day that's really weird. What's a weird word? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I it's true. It if was, you say yeah. if you if you just sit there and say a word over and over again, you'll actually yeah. melt your brain and you'll think that it's not a word anymore. You're not saying it right. That's actually a fact. So go ahead and try that for all of our fun folk, uh, fun fans out there. <laughs> but anyway, back to the football. Um, yeah, look, I think that Penn State um, is better all around. I think they're more balanced as far as being really good on defense and really good on offense. Whereas I think Ohio State's defense has is the only thing that, that's kept them alive a lot of times. And the offense, while they've had their moments, overall they haven't been great. They're not good at running the ball. Um, Penn State has a pretty good secondary too. Now, that you know, Ohio State's going to be able to abuse a lot of teams with good secondaries just by the talent they have at wide receiver if Kyle McCord is playing well. But my biggest thing here, like you're right. I First of all, I am taking Penn State in the points here. But the reason Stop why – the, I know. The reason why – the reason why – it scares me is because James Franklin is a fucking expert at ruining games against Penn State or or Ohio State specifically. He, yeah, he beat them like his first or second year there on a blocked field goal. And then ever since, like I swear in like 80% of the games since then that he's, that he's coached, they've had a lead in the game and then blown it. Like, oh, they've given that up. And I also watched them play this year and they have a more talented quarterback, but the play calling isn't any more aggressive. And by the way, there was like a viral video. I don't know if you guys saw this in their press conference uh, over the weekend, but some like reporter asked him, and by the way, it was a stupid question. And I actually liked the response from James Franklin. The, the reporter was like, hey, you know, with Drew Aller having a big arm, do you ever just like say like, yeah, whatever, we'll just throw it up, like like give the wide receiver a chance. And he, and James Franklin just like undressed this guy. I was like, listen, man, like, the, you know, you sound like a guy that's on TV, but that's just not how any serious head coach would ever, you know, include that kind of thought into their actual strategy of the football game. We're never just going to say, yeah, let's just throw it up deep, like regardless of the situation. And so I agree with him there. However, the reason why the guy asked him a question, like the the reasoning behind it is real, which is like they don't take a ton of deep shots. And you do have a guy who has like really superior arm talent, especially compared to, to previous quarterbacks there. I think the play calling does come off as a little bit conservative from Penn State. And again, I don't like the the fact that he's been bad in these games against Ohio State. Now, that being said, again, I think this could be the year where they change it. It's in Columbus, which is a bad sign for Penn State. Um, it's a hard place to win. Ohio State's going to be very motivated for this game, of course. And this game's going to have implications for who wins the Big Ten East in the last year that we have the Big Ten East. So um, I don't love it, but yeah, I'll take Penn State plus five and a half. So we have a bad board. Uh, well, four and a half, right? Four, sorry, four and a half, but yes. No, 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 we don't have a bad board. I never oh. said I was going to take... Uh, you just knew what I was going. I thought you said you were yeah. going to go against it. Well, I had to decide if I was, but I knew <laughs> you were for sure. I, it's like I knew your move before I time traveled. I knew what you were going to do before anyone, um, before you even knew it. Um, okay, I'm not going to make this a bet board for the reason that I don't see either team really having a ton of offensive success. I mean, the over-under has fallen from 49 to 45. Right. It has just kept on falling. 
Yeah, it's a low number for that matchup. A, a, as is exactly. So um, a month ago, I liked Ohio State, but this number right now does seem like too much given how I think this game is going to go. In my power rankings, I've only got Ohio State only around like a point better. You know, so I don't have them that much better. You got in home field, and it kind of gets close to this anyway. Uh, I think the biggest factor is going to be uh, that Penn State defense. You know, I mean, they're good. They've allowed eight points per game. Uh, they're the number three FEI defense. I talk about that every week. It's efficiency mm-hmm. adjusted for opponent. Um, but I still think Ohio State has, like, so much left in the tank. I believe they're capable of a ton more than they showed. I just don't know if Ryan Knight, I'm bringing that back. I've, I said it early in his career, I'm bringing it back. I don't know if Ryan Knight has the capability to coach these guys up to this elite level to win these kind of games. Now, what is this kind of game? Because like Will mentioned, Penn State's kind of been a choke artist here before. So this isn't Alabama necessarily, even though this year, defensively, they've had these kind of stats. So I was really impressed when I kind of dove in and looked at how good Penn State's defense is. But Ohio State has a lot that they can do, and and, and I think their ceiling is a lot higher than they've shown. Um, Over-under, like I said, it's dropped. Let's see here. A few more stats. Uh, I mentioned that uh, Penn State was third best FEI defense. Well, Ohio State and their stats, they aren't having an elite year. Like they're not having Ohio State standards for their right. stats and their and their numbers, but they're still twelfth in the country in yards per game. Uh, excuse me, twelfth in the country in points per game. They're number ten in points per play. Their defense is eighteenth in FEI. And they're allowing the fewest, uh, you know what, actually, can you see this on my notes, Will? There's an L after defense. It says defense space L space 8. So it's either 8 or 18. I'm going to look it up right now. I think it's actually number 8 in FEI. And they're allowing the sixth fewest yards in the nation. Um, The only problem is Penn State's allowing the fewest yards in the nation. So Ohio State's kind of... Look, they won the Notre, Notre Dame game. That was a low-scoring game. They won that right. primarily because their defense had had big stops throughout throughout the game. You get sixty minutes. These defenses, they're going to wear each other down. Like I could, this is going to be right on the number. It's going to be so close. I think it's going to be a great game, and I would yeah. expect Penn State to keep it up. Like they've looked good this year. They've looked elite in everything they've done. So yep. this is the first test. We're going to have a huge data point here. But I have no, I have no play. You know, I'm not going to. Go either way, because I could see Ohio State, like I said, their ceiling. I could see them having a huge game blowing up. I mean, Ryan Knight does tend to get his players motivated for games like this. I'm not sure if they can, you know, come through and, and perform. And then, you know, like, like I mentioned with Penn State, I could see them having – they should keep this close and have a good game, right? If this wasn't Penn State, you take the jerseys off, take, you replace the coach, I may be taking the underdog here. So, anyway, yeah. I'll pass. Yeah, I mean, if anything, like, <clears throat> historically, it might not be a bad idea to take – Penn State in like the first half again because like in these games like last year this game it was uh it was in uh College Station or not College Station um Happy Valley excuse me um you know it turned into a sad valley last year yeah but like if you watch that game like Penn State was dominating them for like the whole game and then they threw like a, I think they had like two pick sixes or they had a pick six and another interception inside their 15 yard line like just really bad plays doomed them but they were completely outplaying Ohio State and and I again I, I think that and that was an Ohio State team that had CJ Stroud and um and you know I think was just better on offense so 
But again, I mean, like they lost that game. And so um, I don't trust Penn State in these situations, but I feel like I it's not enough for me to take Ohio State. So I'll take uh, Penn State and the points on the road. Uh, and we're rooting for uh, for an Ohio State loss. So love it. Um, Mississippi State. Are we? At, are we? Oh, we are, baby. Oh, we most okay. definitely are. Um, <laughs> uh, Mississippi State at Arkansas is the next game. Currently, the Hogs, Pig Suey, six-point home favorites. They almost took down Alabama last week, Tyler. Yes, they did. Uh, and that was, what, a 19-point spread or something like that in that game? Saban um, was not happy after that, to say the least. He was classic no. vintage Saban after that one. I don't know what this Arkansas team is, though, because like they've been all over the place. They got wrecked by Ole Miss. They got beat by BYU at home. Uh, they play up super well uh, to a, a good Alabama team, and now they get Mississippi State at home. Um, I don't trust Mississippi State. Again, Like I've been fading Mississippi State a lot this year, mostly because I just feel like it's a young and inexperienced head coach there. Um, all the signs tell me to take Arkansas here, but that worries me because every time I feel like that, they've burned me. So uh, where are you going here? Uh, I have a pick here. I have a play. I am taking the home favorite. I'm taking Arkansas. Hogs? Minus six, yeah. So uh, this is just, to me, like so typical SEC. Arkansas is two and five, and I've got them rated, I think, 32nd in my power rankings, 33rd. They're, they're right there in the 30s. Uh, they're a good team. Like this only happens in the SEC where you're two and five, but can be this respected in a lot of, of advanced metrics. Now, right. I have downgraded them this year, right? But let's talk about what they look like. So their FEI ratings, their efficiency ratings, 70th, uh, number 70 offense, number 38 defense. They have looked good on defense, and the advanced metrics are showing up. Now they've given up points and yards to the teams they played, but they've had a hard schedule. We'll talk about that in just a second. But um, KJ Jefferson has been – do you guys realize how much he's been sacked? When you because I was looking at Shadur no. Sanders and you know Shadur's been sacked the most Colorado's uh, quarterback so I was looking around. KJ Jefferson has been sacked the fourth most in college wow. football, four point three times per game. So he is getting pressured and pressured, yep. and he's got no time to get the ball. Despite that, though, he's completing the ball sixty six percent of the time, fourteen touchdowns, six interceptions. So they're finding ways to move the ball, but I mean. The unadjusted stats don't look good. Now, they've played BYU, LSU, A&M, Ole Miss, Alabama. I mean, in all three of my strength of schedule metrics that I used that we talked about last week, all three of them have that a top five schedule. Okay, so they've just had a gauntlet so far. So Yeah, sure. I mean, mean, this is the game that Arkansas kind of takes that deep breath and gets a chance to play some actual football that they can win if – KJ Jefferson isn't running for his life. Uh, Mississippi State is struggling, well, at least for the standards I thought they should have coming into the year on defense. They're number 62 in the country in FEI defensively. And when I say struggling, what I mean is they can't seemingly win these games like they did last year with their defense. I mean, their defense looked very good last year. They had it all put together, but they were winning lower scoring games toward the end of the season. So uh, if you look at last year's matchup, uh, Mississippi State won 40-17 at home, right? So a little revenge factor, you know, for Arkansas with that as well. But the problem is really offense for Mississippi State. They're 92nd in yards per game, you know, just right there, barely ahead of Nebraska and Iowa State, right? Like one slot ahead of Nebraska, two ahead of uh, Iowa State. And, you know, you look at Will Rogers, his efficiency this year versus last year, it's not all his fault. He doesn't have all the pieces on the outside, but things have gone from bad to worse last couple of weeks. So... 
Um, but he left the game last week. He got hurt in the third quarter. So Will Rogers, yeah, uh, uh, well, a no, new not system. last week. He's, not, he's la- not in the air raid anymore. It's a whole new offensive system. So no, exactly. But uh, I, I, I don't think it was actually. I, I, uh, they had a bye last week, so I should have oh, said okay. last week. Two weeks ago, he came out in the third quarter. So honestly, the bye came at a good time for Mississippi State because Will Rogers left in the third quarter. And their running back, Joquavius Marks, who does everything for him, left the game also. He's got this year he has eighty rushes. The second player on the team has twenty two. So even if they're back, I don't think they're gonna be healthy. I think we've got a good a good value here at six. And uh we'll take uh, Arkansas at home, the favorite minus six. Okay. I'll roll with the hogs with you, but again it scares me because uh they've burned me, but Pig Suey, indeed. We love Sam Pittman. Uh next up, Washington State at Oregon. Huge spread here. Now look the the roller coaster this year of Washington State has been incredible. No one talking about them before the season. Then they beat Oregon State. They beat Wisconsin. They were ranked 15, and then it's just been a plummet back to uh, back to reality for Washington State. And now they're catching an Oregon team that just lost to Washington in a heartbreaking fashion, a rebound spot in Eugene. I think that's why this spread is huge. It's 20 points, and we know that Washington State's defense has not been great. Um, is this number too big for you? Like, is this just a stay away game? Uh, like, I- I'd love to kind of understand how you would view just looking at this line because I look at it and I think, yeah, Oregon's going to win this game. They're going to be pissed off after this win, but or a- after the loss, excuse me. But I don't. I think twenty points seems like too much. I think I'm leaning Washington State here. Yeah, you don't make a ton of money taking twenty point favorites consistently, but. I think this has so much variance the way this could go. Like I could, I could see Oregon blowing them out because you got to factor in both teams' motivations. Like Washington State now a couple losses in a row. I think reality is kind of set in for who they are. But Oregon, they they still have their goal well within sight. If they finish undefeated, they're gonna be fine. And Dan Lanning's gonna get them ready to go and turn the page. And I think that they're gonna have a lot of motivation. To, to pull away in this thing. So everything's there for the upset. or No, 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 no. Not the upset. Everything's there for the blowout, I should say. Right. And I, I don't really want to go against that. However, like I said, 20 points for a team that does have a lot of pride, will make some adjustments after those couple losses. I could see this going a lot of different ways. So, And look, these high spreads, you know... This is where you get backdoored a lot, where it's 21, they get a, a field goal or touchdown, or it's 27, and they get a touchdown or whatever. So, yeah, it's a pass for me. Okay. I'd lean Washington State in the points. Um, now, speaking of which, Tyler, where should pe- people be placing their college football bets this Saturday? Uh, I bet US. Now, they're going to have great lines, great prices. Sign up with promo code TAILGATE for access to all kinds of bonuses. My recommendation, when you do sign up to a Bet US with promo code tailgate. Don't take the initial 125% offer. That's going to come with a 10 times sports uh, bonus roll or a 10 times rollover, which means you got to gamble a lot to take your money out. Sign up, use promo code tailgate, get access to all kinds of great bonuses and unique promos. But uh, they've got other stuff on there too. They have casino games. You can bet on entertainment things like TV shows. Play roulette. We talked roulette or uh, is that earlier? I forget with the time traveling when that's going to come up on the pod. <laughs> But uh, uh, we, no, we ta- that, that that was earlier. Yes. Yeah. So we talked uh, roulette. So you can play some roulette on uh, on, on BetUS. Sure. A little black or red, even or odd. A little red twenty three. Come on, baby. It's a blast. All that. So much fun. Exactly on BetUS.com. Use promo code Tailgate when you sign up. It helps us out too. Love it. Might as well. I mean, we might as well give a, an ad read to Fiverr at the same time, right? I mean, we got we got to yeah. talk about Fiverr as well. 
well, look, we're making people money. Let's let, we're making people money. Let's save people money with Fiverr. Uh, if you own a business, know anyone who owns a business, and you want to make the most of your dollars spent, consider freelance work. You know, freelance work, you get a lot of good professional stuff done, and I think it's overlooked in the business world way too much. Here at Woos Media, we've used freelancers from everything from graphic design, website building. It's really amazing what you can find from freelance work. And on, you may think it's like, you know, teenage kids in, in their basement waiting for you to contact them. It's not. These are ex-professionals or current professionals who have done this for a living. We've got great work done here. I recommend Fiverr. Find yourself some work uh, freelance. Use the link in the show notes for a huge discount on your first experience. Now, I don't, it's not a specific, right? It's not like 10%, 20%, 30%, 40%, because depending on what you use this for, it depends on how much you save. But if you do want to save, click the link in the show notes, make an account, use a freelancer today. That's fiverr.com, link in the show notes to save. Love it. Uh, now, before we get into these next games, I do have a little, this is a side note. I just thought of this. Uh, mm. I have to, side boob. I have to call a little side boob action for you. Who doesn't love that? I got a little, that's um, my side yeah, boob. I'm doing a little Mark Norman thing today, just <laughs> yelling random stuff when you say a word. Side boob. Side Comedy. <laughs> you're just doing a little word association. That's the Exactly. Happening. Tom Cruise, Chris you're Control. You're just throwing it out yeah. there. <laughs> Shout out Mark Norman. Big fan yes. of the show. We love him. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I have to call. Well, the second I'm done with this, I just remembered something I have to do. Because uh, technically, I got called in for jury duty tomorrow. Now, what you have to do, I don't know how they Bummer do it across it. the country, but here in Denver, you call the night before because like, you get the, the summons in the mail, and then you call the night before to see if you actually are going in the next day Like because uh, they send out enough knowing that some people probably just don't even check their mailbox or whatever, and then uh, there's like a number they read or whatever. So I'm going to find out tonight i have to go in for jury duty tomorrow and that's gonna suck i know it's a civil service justice blah 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 but nobody wants to do it and i haven't had a, it, it's been like a decade since i've even had to show up for a jury duty thing right have yeah, you guys I, had, I've had, had had done jury duty ever i've done it once but the same thing happened to me where i was i went so this was when i lived in Greeley, ten, nine or ten years ago mm-hmm. and the process was different up there so you had to go to the court and then they, you drew a, like, they gave you, they drew a number or something like that. And you were, I was weeded out at that point. So I left work to go and, uh, I actually didn't go back to work. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but I ended up going, going back home and, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So I've done it once didn't end up doing, but I, I was excited to, I wanted to get a good old case, a good old classic juicy case that was going to yeah. be. A well, murder you never, trial? You know, actually, no, I, no, not you don't want bad stuff to happen like that, but like maybe like a like an intense carjacking. Ooh. You know? Something like that. Robbery. Something where you had to put some pieces together. I wanted to Bank be, robbery. Yeah, I wanted to play Sherlock Holmes for a sec. Do the kids know Sherlock Holmes? Who's like the problem solver of today? Like like today's movies. Dora the Explorer. I don't even know. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't think the kids know about Sherlock Holmes. I don't no, know who Sherlock. the detective would be. I got called in for a murder trial once. Did you? No really? way. So how far did you uh, get in the process? Uh, just, so I had to spend a whole day at the courthouse. So usually you get weeded out within you know a few hours. And I actually, uh, they actually, I showed up in the morning, sent me home around noon, and then I came back at like one and had to stay there for another like four or five hours. Yeah. And I didn't end up actually getting selected for the jury. But did they ask you questions? But yeah, so when we were there in the morning, they said like, this is 
just so you guys know, this is a murder trial. So you may, if you are selected, you may have to get like daycare and take significant time off of work and, shit. and all that Fuck stuff. Fuck that. So, I am not doing that. And they, oh, and they did go like through minor details of the case, kind of like uh, in a broad way. Like if this happened and this happened, how would you think? How would you react? And type of, type of stuff like that. So, um, but it was pretty crazy. And I did actually follow along with the trial and uh, it only took about 10 days, but... Wow. Guilty? Yeah, scra- yeah scra- he was guilty. Wow, the Grand Strangler did it. Dude, see, yeah, a lot of wild. things about juries is you get put involuntarily into a situation that sometimes, rarely, like under 1% of the time, it can end up well under 1% of the time. It can end up dangerous, you know? I mean, you've heard stories, and I think that probably happened more in the past, but... Yeah, you can. There's stuff that. Ha- it will. Yeah, good luck. Let us know if you get in. <laughs> I hope I don't. I'm willing selected. to say some wild shit to get removed from the pool if I have. Would to. you say that? Would you act like you like uh, you weren't yourself? Would you act crazy? Kind no, of? I don't know that I would act crazy, but I might exaggerate some of the feelings I do have about like the justice system or whatever the case may be. Like for example, the one I went to a long time ago was actually like a DUI trial. It was a guy who's like you know um, uh, like took it all the way to court saying like I shouldn't get a DUI and they came to me at one point and they asked me jury and they for were, that. that's tax they dollars were, well spent they, yeah no shit they were asking about like breathalyzer machines and I like mentioned that I saw something on the news about how like there's uh, false false positives and false negatives with them at kind of an alarming rate and I was like I hope this gets me out but then again the defense maybe could have picked me at that point as someone who would be a good fit so yeah, luckily exactly. it, I did get out of it and uh, and I'm hoping that I don't have to tomorrow. So fingers crossed, positive vibes. But anyway, let's get back to the football picks. But I really hope I don't have to do jury duty. That would well, if you do, you have to come tell all the juicy details on the podcast during the trial on the show. And only <laughs> our, yeah. only our, uh, In fact, that's may, that may be how I'll get out of it. It's like, yeah, I have a exactly. podcast and I'm going to tell everyone about it. So you can't <laughs> yeah. include me. Uh, I'm behind a microphone, you folks. Say, to be honest, I, yeah, I do a show. Sometimes stuff comes out. I've been I am my a best, media personality, no you could say. Yeah. I'm uh, a real loose cannon when I get behind a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up, uh, Tennessee at Alabama. Right yes. now, the Crimson Tide eight-point home favorites over their rival Tennessee. I think it's – I want to say that Tennessee-Alabama is like the oldest rivalry in the SEC. Um, now, third Saturday I'm, in October. That's right, yeah, and – I'm I'm so torn on this because I feel like I'm starting to see trends on both these teams. Uh, I was right on them against A&M on Saturday, uh, uh, Tennessee, that is. I felt like they were going to do well. But, again, on the road is a different story. But it does – that Alabama game, seeing what happened with Arkansas worried me. That made me think that, hey, you know, Tennessee's going to have a shot here. But this does, Tyler, just feel like a prime opportunity – for a bounce back bet on Alabama, right? We the numbers were getting heavily inflated as they were destroying teams. Now they struggle against Arkansas. It feels like a buyback moment, a uh, a pump it dump it moment uh, hmm. for the listeners who stick around for the extracurriculars. This would be a good time to buy some Alabama stock and pump it. I feel like this eight number um, is lower than maybe what it would have been if not for that performance last week. So I'm going to take the the Crimson Tide here. Where are you going? So, you know, let's remember that Alabama was winning pretty, you know, healthily. Healthily, is that a word, against uh, Arkansas last week? But sure. they let, let, you know, the comeback. I don't have a play this game. You know, I will next next game coming up, but I don't have one for this one. Um, this is a revenge spot for Bama, right? They lost last year, yeah. for, uh, 52-49. Rare revenge spot for Alabama. You don't get a whole lot of these. Yeah, now very true. After, yeah, And after last year's win, congratulations, Tennessee. You're now only 14-1. and one. 
against Alabama since uh, Nick Saban's been there. Wow. So I don't think Very we should nice. overreact to Tennessee's win last week, like Will kind of mentioned. Um, it's it's a whole different story going on the road at Alabama, and you know they've had. Well, was that? Uh, uh, oh no, that was two weeks ago because they had the bye before A and M, so they had a whole bye to get ready for that game. Right. We shouldn't put a ton, I think, into that. And Alabama is still grading seventh in the pass rush. Now, this is according to Pro Football Focus College. You know, I think they do a good, they just apply their own NFL data to college. I think it works for a lot sure. of things like this pass rush grade, uh, seventh in the country. And in those same stats, sixth in rush defense and fourth in pass coverage. So Alabama is really doing it all on, on all levels on defense. Their fifth overall defensive FEI, as we know, the problem is offense. With Alabama, I mean, honestly, the problem is kind of offense. Not problem, but you know, I have question marks about Joe Milton too for for Tennessee and this year and his consistency. So, you know, I, I wonder if if Alabama can be that consistent offensive team. Uh, I wonder if if Tennessee can move the football. I think both teams may struggle a little bit to move with this game. Over under is forty eight and a half. And Jalen uh, Jalen Milrow, he's having a below average season, especially for Alabama and their standard that we now have. Right. You remember how it used to be, you know, you don't turn the ball over, you win with defense and rushing. It's not really how it is anymore for Alabama. And they are not protecting him. They're 129th in the country in sacks allowed per game. Alabama is. Uh, Tennessee is 11th FEI defense. So, by the way, Tennessee's the only SEC team who grades better than Alabama at the pass rush on PFF College. So, I think they can make this difficult on Milrow. This isn't a great matchup for their offensive line against a pass rush for uh, Tennessee. So, you know, if Bama covers, I think this is going to be a heavily run-heavy scheme. Take it out of Milrose hands, run the football, you know, play the field position game, don't turn it over. I think that's going to be Alabama's approach. And, you know, they're coming off that close loss. That that close loss may be a good thing. Wake them up. Saban's been classic Saban this week. Right. So pass for me, but that's my handicap on it. Okay, next up, Wisconsin at Illinois. Now, Tyler, you've got a play here. Um, I included Iowa, or excuse me, Wisconsin. Iowa? No, In a parlay on Saturday, and in a 14 parlay, and guess who the one team was that didn't fucking uh, hit? Uh, It was Wisconsin. Um, Mm. They couldn't beat an Iowa team at home that didn't have their starting quarterback. Uh, They lost their best tight end to an ACL injury early in the game. I have zero faith in Wisconsin. So, uh, like, is this where you're just going to fade the public swing and take Wisconsin here over Illinois? I need to know because right now currently the spread, by the way, Wisconsin two-and-a-half favorite, road favorite, over Illinois, what's your pick? Yeah, so this is actually one of my favorite picks of the week, and I am fading that. A lot of people are going to be going against Wisconsin <sighs> for that reason. I'm on Wisconsin two and a half. Now, here's the thing, Will. A big reason why they lost that game is Tanner Mordecai broke his hand. He had surgery right. this week. So, obviously, Braden Locke, the freshman, was put into the situation. He didn't get hardly any first-team reps last week. They didn't know this was going to be happening. It's a totally different situation. They now get a week to put a game plan in around this quarterback, to do everything around this quarterback. And he honestly, he went 15-30. to 30. He, he didn't look uncomfortable or, or, or shocked or scared. I think he's going to have a pretty decent week. But honestly, I don't think it's the worst thing ever to put more emphasis on the run for Wisconsin. They're grading 22nd in the nation in run blocking on those PFF college stats. And they're still 24th in the nation in actual rushing yards. But... We know they've tried to expand their offense. We know they've tried to go more more versatile. 
and it has worked better and better. Obviously, the injury last week throws a whole wrench in that. But it has. You look at the stats; it has worked better and better every week. But this week, I think, with a heavier emphasis on the rushing attack, and as long as Bra- uh, uh, Braden Locke plays within four points of what Tanner Mordecai could play, I think we have a good line here. So expect more emphasis on the run. Um, Illinois, by the way, is 99th in the country in sacks per game. So they don't, like we talked about with with uh, Tennessee-Bama, Tennessee had the players to kind of make it a day. I don't know if the matchup calls for, uh, you know, uh, the, this freshman running for his life back there. Wisconsin protects their quarterbacks, and Illinois can't get to the quarterback. You mix that in with a game plan and a good, better coaching staff, in my opinion. Brett Bielema is struggling, I think. You know, Wisconsin, 19th overall FEI defense. Illinois, 84th overall FEI offense. I don't know. I think unadjusted. Illinois doesn't look great this year. By the way, Illinois unadjusted stats, 89th best defense. Okay? They're allowing 164 rushing yards a game. That's 91st in the NCAA. I think this is a chance where it's a matchup thing. I think Wisconsin can run the ball more they're going to want to, and I think they can. When this when this freshman quarterback is asked to do what he needs to do, I think he will perform. And overall, this is a slight fade of Illinois, too. This over-under is 42. Okay? So that's why I like the 2.5, not the 3 necessarily here. But... I could see these Wisconsin pulling away so much more than I could Illinois pulling away. I like yeah. Wisconsin minus two and a half. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I just have to stay away. I've got no faith in either of these teams, so I'm going to refuse to bet it. But, uh, but Tyler's on it, so I probably should be betting with you. So Tyler's on Wisconsin. Um, next Wisconsin up, cheese. At, uh, excuse me, Duke at Florida State. Currently the Seminoles, 14 and a half point home favorites here. Is it 14 and a half? 14 Holy and a half. Shit. It was 13 and a half this morning. Does Money coming in bets? on Florida State. Well, you know why. You know why, right? Is Riley it because Leonard. uh, Riley all, Leonard's not yeah. playing? Well, yeah. that's probably what this news means because the people who bet always get this before ESPN. Sure. I don't know, though. Uh, I'm hoping he does because if he does play, we can get a number like this with Riley Leonard. I'm going to make it a big bet. But if he doesn't play, I've got major question marks about Henry. Uh, is it Belin? Belin? I don't know. I'm not great with these backup names. I'm not sure. He went 4 of 12, uh, B-E-L-I-N. I'm going to go Belin. He went 4 of 12 last week, 100, 107 yards, two touchdowns a pick. He also had five carries for 28 yards, but they won 24-3. You could make the argument they didn't need him that much because they ran the ball 30 times for 194. Now, they obviously won't be able to do the same thing at Florida State. Now, right. we do have to realize this, too. Duke's defense is underrated. They're 14th sure. in the country FEI Good defense. Team. They're 18th in the country in, in points per uh, points allowed per game. So we know how good Florida State is. Okay, They are in the conversation legitimately for that top cluster of teams this year. This is a game they should win. That's, I think, why the spread is what it is. How good is Norway? How really good is this team? So over 60 minutes, I could see FSU pulling away, honestly. You know, if, if Duke can't keep up and score. So that's what this comes down to is if they right. can... If, if they can keep up and score a little bit, you know, I, I, I would like them more. But this is all about the quarterback. We don't know right now, so I can't bet on this. But uh, that's a huge number. So that's my handicap. I'll take FSU here again. I, I, it worries me is that Florida State is kind of like coasting with this top five ranking and everyone just kind of assumes that, that they're amazing because they are, right? But they haven't been in this spot very often as of late. And so we don't know what Mike Norvell is capable of as far as like maintaining a team that thinks like, Hey, if we just went out, we can get to the playoff. Um, they haven't had like a really big matchup since that win over Clemson. Right. And so I worry about that. I worry about complacency, but 
overall, I think that I think the Florida State again. I think that they this is a they're playing at home, right? So that's the first thing. Um, and I think that they at least won't overlook Duke. It's not like I worry about complacency, like a broader scope as far as like the full season, but not necessarily in this game. So I'll take Florida State even with the half point hook minus fourteen and a half. All right, he's taking it with the hook. Ryan, you out of here? I'm out of here, fellas. Ryan's out. So the time travel. So Ryan's going to magically reappear, (laughs) and whenever we finish the game, he's a magician. Ryan, good job. We'll see you. Give me a little, give me a little, uh, little, little, little pound, a little fist bump. Boom. All right, we'll see you soon, Smitty. What a guy. Um, Okay, two two games left. USC at home here against Utah. Currently, the Trojans seven point home favorites over Utah. Coming off the loss to Notre Dame, the defense was horrific. Uh, the offense was not great either. Caleb Williams had, what, three three interceptions? Um, yes. His, his worst game at USC by far. Probably the worst game of his entire college career. And still no cam rising. We still don't know. Is there any report? I still don't think he's going to be playing this well, game. Well, the, the report is that they may fucking redshirt in this right. year, At this dude. point, like, they should. Yeah. At this point, they should. They've already lost games. But here's my thing is that even though – you know, Utah beat Southern Cal last year basically without him, and Utah beat Southern Cal twice last year, by the way. They're, they don't have a good record in Pasadena. I do worry about what uh, – I think that there's – I think this USC team is ripe for locker room issues as far as, like, you have a lot of personalities, uh, and now they lose this game to Notre Dame. For, for a lot of people, I think this removes – Southern Cal entirely from like the playoff discussion. It certainly doesn't eliminate their chances of winning the Pac-12. We know that it was a non-conference game, right? But I think everyone starts to now look at Southern Cal as kind of like national frauds, right? At least as far as being national championship contenders, right? Um, so I worry about where the heads are at for the Southern Cal players. But even still, um, you know, I think that they win this at home, and I, I think that it's a bounce-back game specifically for Caleb Williams. I'll take the Trojans covering the seven at home here against Utah. So I gave this out for our Patreon members earlier in the week at six. Now the six was minus 120, but it's obviously moved to half point. Just so you know, minus six, minus 120 is pretty much the same thing as uh, minus six and a half, minus 110, right? So it's moved to half point technically um, based on that. So uh, we gave that out to Patreon, but I still lean at seven i'm not going to give it out as a play on here because i like the six i have it at the six it's very very close at seven but i agree will this is a huge game for usc and i i, I see a big bounce back spot here um they still I have they better they still like oregon they still have everything in front of them you know they just need to actually execute but that loss wasn't everything and, and lincoln riley will reset them i think but i i have question marks now you know i like this a lot more earlier in the week than I do now because there's been some news that's come out, okay? Uh, from USC, the news is Lincoln Riley is looking at NFL jobs. Have you seen this? Did you see the story? No, I did not see Dude, this. Dude, so this came from a person inside, I forget his name, but it's he's he's inside like one of those inside reporters, right? Who's like, I don't know if he's no in the building, way. but he's one of those like inside USC reporters. He came out with an article that said Lincoln Riley has been looking at NFL jobs, but he said his caveat is he wants to follow Caleb Williams to wherever he goes. So now the talk is, is he going to oh follow him to the Chicago gosh. Bears? Is he going to go to the NFL? And Denver so, Broncos. So you can't tell me that's not some kind of a distraction, right? Like, I don't care, like, how much or how big or little. It's something. So that makes me like them less, okay? But other news coming out this week for Utah, 
We talked about Cam rising. Okay, Cam falling for sure. He may not play this year. Also, Micah Pittman uh, out for the season. Okay. Uh, also, their safety Cole Bishop is going to miss the first half due to his targeting call, which was appeal that the appeal was denied. All right, Whittingham was freaking out. They sent in the tape to the NCAA, and they're like, "Yeah, no, this is still targeting." So he's out for the first half. You know. Yep. All that added up, that's on Utah's de- they, That defense is elite. We know that defense is elite, but missing him will matter in the first half. And, you know, let's talk about the defense quickly because we know how good they are. They're honestly top five in a lot of advanced metrics. Very, very good. But on the road, without the support of their offense scoring, right. that's why I like USC over 60 minutes is I think they're, they're going to pull away. I don't think Utah can keep up scoring the football. And uh, I think a lot of people are going to be fading Caleb Williams after last week. I'm not sure For how sure. many people are going to be jumping on Utah necessarily. But uh, uh. some quick stats here. Yeah, maybe. But some quick stats here. Um, USC's offense, FEI 9th. Defense, 69th. Utah's offense, FEI 59th. Defense, 4th. So this is strength against strength and weakness against weakness. But clear distinction in what each team does well. Uh, Utah is very, very good for what they do well on defense. Okay, so I'll end my end my little handicap on this, but Utah in the country, as good as they are on defense, they're number three in rushing yards allowed per game, but they're 70th in passing yards allowed per game. Mm. So they're letting up passing yards. And if there's one thing USC can do, it's spread you out a little bit, go vertical, not as efficiently, no, not as efficiently as they did last year, but I still like the matchup. So uh USC, Trojans. by the way, is number one in the nation in, in points per play, even yep. despite last week. So we're on uh, USC minus six, heavy lean minus seven. There you go. Trojans, baby. Okay, last game we have here, and a, a big one in the ACC, Clemson minus three at Miami. Uh, we all know what happened with Miami against uh, Georgia Tech. Uh, Mario Cristobal coming under fire for that one. Feels like a down year for Clemson, but Tyler, again, we look at all of Clemson's losses. I mean, they should have won the uh, they should have won the the Duke game. They should have won the Florida State game, and they kept blowing it. This to me seems like a brilliant opportunity for Clemson to roll into Miami, remind everyone like, hey, we're still top of the ACC. Like technically, Florida State is right now, but again. Clemson isn't awful. They're not nearly as bad as what their record would show. They're now like an afterthought in the world of college football. No one is talking about them. I think that creates kind of a a good underdog opportunity here. Again, they're a road team, but Miami doesn't have a great home field advantage either. I mean, you watch their games for a team that was hyped up this year. They don't even sell out their home stadium. And so um, I think this is a great spot to take Clemson uh, as just a three-point road favorite here over Miami. I think they'll be able to... Uh, to move the ball against them, and more importantly, I think that their defense is good enough to to make this really close and and make it down, you know, get it down to the point where um, all they need is one score late to cover the spread. So I, I'm taking the Tigers. Uh, so I really don't love any side here. You know, I lean Clemson for sure. That's where the sharp money's on. This has risen right now, but I just wonder about Miami. I think they have something. I think Clemson's going to be the obvious play that a lot of people are on. You know, so right. that's kind of what sure. what makes me worry. But they do have a very good defense. Clemson is the number two overall FEI defense. They're very good. And they're tied for first in defensive points per drive. Yeah. I mean, this defense is very, very good. Remember last week that available yards percentage I talked about where it's like where they start and how far they get every drive? They're number three in the country defensively at that. I mean, I was shocked, truly, at how elite Clemson's defense is over and over. The problem with Clemson is offense. Offense available yards percentage, where you start, where you finish, 51st in the country. 
points per drive, 78th in the country. And they're six, uh, 64% in the red zone? I know a lot of that goes back to the first game of the season, but, I mean, they need to start scoring when they get the opportunity to do so. So, you know, and Miami's like a much more balanced team. Clemson is really heavy defense. The offense, Miami ranks 15th in points per game. They're 20th FEI offense. They're 29th FEI defense. They're 34th in opponent points per game. They're like right there, 20, 30, 40, and all these stats. Mm-hmm. And the thing with Miami, honestly, right now, the whole handicap, in my opinion, is you got to listen to press conferences. You got to follow local media in Miami right. and see what What's the, the vibe. Lo- What's the vibe, man? Yep. Are they just done because they lost that heartbreaker two weeks ago to Georgia Tech? And then right. they go on the road last week and get get beat up a little bit, lose by 10 to, to UNC. Yep. Are they demoralized? You know, are they are they suddenly... So I want to know the vibe. Are they going to be back, motivated 100%? I'm not sure if Cristobal could do that. We've talked before about Cristobal and how he does against the spread after losses. I'm not I'm not confident in, in, in them this game. So I certainly lean Clemson. I don't... You know, I, I, I don't know what that offense is going to do. You know, if they can find a way to move the football. But look what Miami did against A&M, right? So they have these little bursts they, that they can do. I'm sure. just, don't trust it against this defense for Clemson. So, you know, totally a lot of things agree. going on here. But, yeah. I think the motivational factor is huge for, or more importantly, the lack thereof for Miami again. Yeah, like like back-to-back losses, the first one being, you know, uh, a, a bad one they shouldn't have lost, and then losing to North Carolina – like that really ends their Pac-12 or, or Pac-12, their ACC uh, championship title hopes at this point, having two conference losses at this point in the season. So um, uh, it's definitely the square play to go with uh, with Clemson, but I like Clemson minus three here. So there you um, go. Great. Well, listen, um, stick around for the extracurriculars. Tyler's got some new games. We brought back Pump It or Dump It. New games. Uh, you got, he's got some new stuff coming around. So. Uh, but uh, of course thanks thanks everybody for listening follow us on Twitter at CFB underscore pod alright so we should we just start with Pump It or Dump It yeah, should we, we just bring done, this back have we not done Pump It or Dump It this whole year this is no. a classic yeah we, we haven't done it since uh, last year Pumping and dumping blowing and going so Will do you want to explain what this is yes this, so, is, this is your this is your baby well this this I believe I came up with this during the whole fun like meme stock uh, rage of like AMC um, you know, like like uh, the the shit coins and the meme stonks, as they called it, where yeah, you, you're you're pumping it or dumping it. So we're either pumping a stock uh, up if we think that like, hey, this is the time to buy, or we're dumping the stock because uh, because we think it's about to crash. So very similar to stock up, stock down. All of our uh, big investor listeners, of of which there are many, um, they will understand this reference. And for those of you out there, the main idea is if you're pumping it. Things are going in a positive direction. If you're dumping it, yeah. they're going negative well, direction. And maybe this wasn't aptly named. Maybe I'm using pumping it up for something else. But the idea here, it, I, I, this is uh, sort of the same thing here as uh, like it or hate it, right? But it's pump it or dump it. We'll say that because it's ours. But I, maybe it's wrong. Maybe maybe we just call it like it or hate it or love it or hate it. it we just it have to be lo- love it or hate. Usually the opposite isn't like and hate. It's love and hate. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. So let's do love <laughs> it or hate it. it. No, pump fuck it. Let's do pump it or dump it. I don't care. All right, pump it or dump it. Uh, yeah. Fresh cut deli cheese. So, so the the theme is walking around America. This is the pump it or dump it. Okay, walking around America. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Pump it or dump it. Fresh cut deli cheese. Are you pumping I mean, fresh cut deli cheese, or do you buy deli or do you buy cheese uh, packaged? Uh, I mean, I don't know who wouldn't pump this. And Smitty, I know why you're laughing. The same reason why I'm giggling too. Um, cut the cheese. 
No, no, oh. there was just a funny <laughs> something that you said there that sounded like something it shouldn't have been. Um, but well, well, what did I say? No, no, hold on, hold on. I want to know what I said. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. You didn't say it, but you I think there was it. some. It, you you changed what the word you were going to say mid sentence, and it came out as another word. <laughs> what 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 did I say? Say it. You Tell said, me. I want to know. You said cunt. You said cunt. <laughs> so yeah, leave it in. We love it. Audio snippers and grab that next no, week. No, I did not. Yeah, that, that's definitely a soundbite option for up. the future. Oh, you did. You, you, you somehow snuck it in there. But again, <laughs> you, you were changing words like mid, what mid saying it. So something happened in that beautiful brain of yours. Um, but well, uh, and, and sometimes what often happens on this show is my brain does go faster than I can speak. I need to slow yep. down sometimes. So that was a case of that. Well, but God, to return to what you're saying, only a cunt would, would, would only a cunt would dump <laughs> deli sliced cheese. That's my opinion. Uh, Ryan, pump it or dump it, deli sliced cheese. I'm pumping it for sure. Okay, uh, next horror movie shock advertising. Have you guys seen this recently? There's so much of this going on where you're just having a good peaceful day, and a bus will pass you, and there will be like an evil creepy face on it promoting some movie, and now your nightmare. You know, you got nightmares. Mm in the middle of nothing so uh pump it or dump it horror movie shock advertising uh i'm gonna pump it because i think i like the thought of you being like on the street <laughs> and a bus terrifying you as it drives yeah, by i'm pumping it all the way for you guys sure. are mean Effective i'm dumping that dude. i don't like that okay next uh store greeters walmart best buy uh are you pumping or dumping store greeters specifically let me let me give a caveat here this one has a little footnote specifically ones that ask you what you're there for, why you're shopping, and if you need to be directed anywhere. Uh, Not just I, I, one standing there, like, texting. Smitty, you go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to dump it. If they're, like, if I, as soon as I walk in the store, they're asking me what I'm, yeah, no. Yeah. Let me find I like it. it. If, I'll come find you if, if I need to. Will? Well, look, I don't, I don't want to be bugged, but right when I walk in, someone greeting me, offering me up, uh, you know, a, a hello, a howdy, I, I'm into it. Pump it. Yeah. yeah, I'm dumping it. It happened to me at Best Buy the other day. I'm like, dude... Why do I feel obli- obligated now to, to tell you why to I'm someone? here? No, not, well, yes. First of all, yes. And second of all, I don't need to tell you why I'm here. Maybe I'm here to rob the place, bitch. Okay, uh, next. Uh, candy in the checkout aisle. Ooh. Pump it, for sure. Dump it. Candy. I mean, look, it's a it's a brilliant business strategy to just nabbing all the kids waiting there and all the people that are sit, standing in line and they see it all of a sudden. But I mm-hmm. hate it because, yeah, I'm weak. And I'm actually, actually, I'm usually pretty good. I don't, I, almost, I pretty much never grab anything that's in the checkout aisle. So you're probably you're dumping it. I'm dumping it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I would dump it too for the reason that Will's, I, I, uh, uh, well, I'm weak though. Well, unlike Will, I'm weak, right? I give <laughs> we all are. I we all have often, no self-control. I will often get some peanut M&Ms or a Reese's. Often. For sure. Mm-hmm. Because it's right there, especially at King's, like the grocery store. Because the self-checkout, I mean, it's just right there. You know so. what it is, though? The reason why I don't do it, it has nothing to do with, like, I shouldn't eat candy. What it is is that I know the game. I know that what they're doing is they're you going. You want to win. Yes. I, I'm not going <laughs> to let them beat me by by putting something delectable at the at the front when I intentionally avoided the candy aisle. So I can't let them win. I'm the pair. Well, let me tell you, I, I bought enough for the both of us. So I'm unfortunately <laughs> undoing what you're trying to do there. Okay, next. Uh, turning left as... The light turns red. So it turns red. Pump it. You're kind of there. You're, it's questionable. You got, you got, the car's got to be moving while it's still yellow. 
Yeah. Um, if it's like fully red and you're still at a stop and then you hit it, you're a piece of shit. Okay. But well, what about this? What about this? A big road, because I'm not asking specifically because of me, just asking. A big road where the speed limit is around 40 or so and it's turning and it technically turns red when the front of the car is behind the white line, but you're still going decently fast. What's the what's the move pump there? It. Pump, pump, pump it. it. Get get the people going. Right. Move the traffic. Okay. Uh, next menus. Two left. Menus on QR codes. Uh, I mean, like I hate it. It's a post COVID thing. I'm dumping it. Everyone has it, but I'm I'm like you, Tower. I know you're like this. I prefer a menu in hand. I want I like to be to able feel to flip through menu. something. Yes, yep. I like I like to feel the yep. menu in my hands. Yes. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, so we're all pumping it, or we're all dumping, dumping uh, menus it, on yes. QR codes. And then finally, this one's a little controversial, so I say, for the, I say it for the end. Reclining your seat on an airplane. Are you pumping or dumping this? People Ooh, have strong feelings so about divisive. this. so yes. divisive. So divisive. Smitty? Um, I'm going to say it depends on who's behind me. Oh, okay. Mm. So okay. I'll make a call. If so, it's, so it's a game plan. Thing. It's a scheme yeah. thing for you. If it's like somebody okay. elderly or has something else going on that's, you know, obvious... I'll probably not do it. Will just for I, their comfort. I don't always do it, by the way. I'm not just like every time I get on, but it's part of the deal, right? Like, yeah. every, like as long as you're not the person literally in the last row, the whole deal is that if the person in front of you reclines, you recline too. The only time when it sucks is like if you have a laptop out and you're trying to get some work done or something. But uh, yeah, the people that like bitch about it and say you should never recline your seat, I don't get that, so pump it. So I personally don't have strong feelings about this. I know some people do, and which is funny because I, I, this oh, yeah. seems like something I would have a strong opinion about. But I don't generally mind if they put – to me, it's first of all how they put it back. If they, ju- if they slide it back – Good you know, point. And, and are they polite. Slam it. They slam that shit back because you got a drink there sometimes. That's got, disrespectful. Yeah, so the, it matters, first of all, how, how you put it back and, and like yep. what you do when you're back. If you're rocking, if you're doing stuff. So that matters. Um, but I generally agree they wouldn't have it there if you weren't supposed to use it. But I, sure. like, I like Ryan's answer. It yep. matters who's behind you. All right, let's move on. Next game. This is a brand new game. This is going to be a uh, tailgate classic, hopefully moving forward. Uh, we're going to see it you know, on one of these shows soon. You know, D- David Spade will be doing this in you know, no time. Uh, this game <laughs> is called Fish or Coach. Okay. Now, no audio clips. Now, last week we played Animal or Us with audio. This week, it's just either the last name of a head coach in college football or a fish. Okay. All right. Number one, Womack. <laughs> Womack. This is a brilliant game. Uh, just another brilliant thing from the mind of Tyler. Um, I'm going to go. Yeah, coach. Yes. Kane Womack, South Alabama. Kane Womack. Nice. Okay, Decimo. <laughs> Fish. I don't know. I, I, that's a weird name. It doesn't sound like hey, a coach. name. Coach. Ryan's nice. up 2-1. Uh, Michael Decimo. Uh, Raging Cajuns. Uh, new coach for them. I know they Shout out. have had a couple good ones lately. Okay, next. Barble. <laughs> Fish. <laughs> Head coach. Three in a row. Fish. It is a fish. <laughs> Barble is a fish. Uh, next. Poggy. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a tough game, isn't it? Oh, sure see, but the problem is I know this is a coach and you pronounce his name wrong, by the way. Oh, nuh-uh. Biff Pope. Po- yeah, Biff. P- 
Pogey. Mm-hmm. But See, still, I, oh, that could be a I fish did too. Sorry verify pronunciation on most, of the, on most of these, but that looked obvious to me. Pogey. Mm-hmm. That still sounds like a fish, though. So it, it still does. works. It definitely could work. So one of you would have said fish. So I still, I'm still hot here. Okay, yeah, next. We'll, we'll just count the win for me and Smitty would guess fish. <laughs> next. Pleco. Fish. Coach. That's a fish. Nice. Ryan knows his fish. Okay. Uh, so Ryan takes the lead back 4-3. Three. 3-4, three, 3-2, three, whatever. Sure. Oh, he's up one. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rass. How do you spell it? W-R-A-S-S-E. Rass. Yeah, see, the spelling changes a lot for me. I think that's a coach. Yeah, me too, coach. That's a fish. Oh, that is a fish, <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, next. Silverfield. That's no. a fish. No, but see, it sounds like a fish. It's a trick. It's a coach. That is a coach, yes. <laughs> that, that was a trick. Yeah, uh, Ryan Silverfield, Memphis, head coach. Okay, uh, two left. Goalish. How do you spell it? G-O-L-E-S-H. Coach. Fish. Coach. Alex Goalish, USF Bulls. Goldfish, uh, Goalish. Last one. Last one. I saved the toughest for last. Slippery Dick. <laughs> I mean, no one could name their their child slippery, so it's got to be a fish. You've never heard of Coach Dick before? <laughs> yeah, Coach Slip, Dick. First name, first name Slippery? Right. First name Slippery? Fish. Yeah, it's a fish. Okay. Uh, last, let's get out of the games. Let's get out of here on today with a blind resume game. Okay? Okay. Uh, we've only got one college football and then a couple non-college football. Okay. College football one, we're going quarterbacks. Quarterback one. Now, you guys may need to jot this. You may need to be memory, whatever, will, whatever. I'll okay. go memory. 72.1% completion. Quarterback two. Or yeah, I'll do, I'll do the same stats so it's easy to compare, okay? These are college, so, right? Yeah, college. Quarterback okay. one, 72.1 completion. Quarterback two, 72.3 completion. Very similar. Quarterback one, 2,300 yards passing. Quarterback two, 2420 yards passing. Quarterback one, eight touchdowns, two interceptions in conference. Quarterback two, 11 touchdowns, two interceptions in conference. Quarterback one, overall 20 touchdowns, three picks. Quarterback two, overall 21 touchdowns, three picks. Who are you taking? Hmm. Blind resume game. I think quarterback two sounds like the obvious pick. If I uh, wrote down the, if I took mental notes yeah, correctly, yeah, quarterback two. Uh, okay, you guys both chose Shador Sanders over Michael Penix. Hey, uh, yes. look at that! So, that was Shador. So there you go. You both took Shador. Okay, How about next. that. Uh, we're you didn't going... mention righty versus lefty, so that you know did not. Well, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> okay, next uh, actors. Okay, actor one, three Oscar wins, six <laughs> Oscar nominations. Actor two, two Oscar wins, 10 Oscar nominations. So three and six or two and 10. Actor one, 15 wins, 18 nominations for critics awards. Actor number two, 19 wins, 57 nominations for critics awards. Actor one, rated 238 actor on IMDb. Actor two, rated the number 51 actor on IMDb. Hmm. I feel like one of these has to be Tom Cruise, and you're going to make I'm a going point here. Number one, because <laughs> yeah, I've been talking Tom Park early in his okay. career. Okay. Or her. Uh, give me the one that has the higher ranking. 
High ranking. Number, All right, so uh, Ryan two. Ryan took Daniel Day Lewis. Wow. Yeah, nice. took Daniel Day. Will took Denzel. Denzel Washington. Damn. Oh, I would like to trade. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, it sounds like Ryan Love wants Daniel to trade. Day. I know, right? Ryan wants Denzel. Will wants Daniel Day. Okay, next. Fast food restaurants. Uh, fast food restaurant one. 77 unique food items on the menu. Fast uh, restaurant, fast food two. 145 permanent unique food menus on the item. Okay, that's permanent menu items. Restaurant mm-hmm. one, 77. Restaurant two, 145. Restaurant one, $14 billion revenue in 2022. Restaurant two, $23 billion revenue in 2022. Restaurant one, 2002 survey of two of uh, 25,000 restaurant goers, fast food restaurant goers. Uh, this was like done on, I forget who did this, but it was pretty legit. A bunch of articles use this. So anyway, in this uh, survey. Zagat. Uh, I don't forget survey. who it was, uh, but it was okay. quoted on a lot. Anyway, in this uh, survey, uh, uh, restaurant number one was ranked second for classic fast food restaurants. Second. Restaurant number uh, number two was ranked dead last for classic fast food, uh, fast food restaurants. So in terms of the, the people, mm-hmm. number one ranked second. Number two ranked last. Number one, $14 billion revenue last year. Number two, $23 billion revenue, and you guys know the food items. Who are you taking? Two. It's all about the cash, dude. No, I'm taking one because I think it's Chick-fil-A. Will took Taco Bell. Oh, no. Ryan took McDonald's. <laughs> so there you go. Gross. McDonald's. Okay. And then uh, last one here before we get out. Last one. Last one. Planets. Which planet are you taking? Mm. Okay. Planet one, negative 288 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Planet two, 864 degrees Fahrenheit. You're going for very cold, very hot. Planet one, 75% hydrogen atmosphere, 25% helium. So you get out of that, talk about this. Uh, planet number two, mostly carbon dioxide with clouds of sulfuric acid. Planet one, the length of flight from Earth, three years. So it'll take you three years to get to and from Earth. Planet two, the length of flight from Earth, four months. Who are you taking? Planet one, planet two. Can I guess at what these planets are too? Of course, of course. I won't. I won't say before I'm I'm, you guys can one. guess, and then you can. Uh, yeah. I planet think one. that the the cold one is Uranus, and I think that the hot one is is Mercury. Uh, okay. Uh, you're close though. Saturn and Venus. <sighs> yes. But I'll which one would Saturn. you have taken? Saturn, the because. Cold is always better. You can put on clothes to warm up. Yes, yes. Um, and there's some dope-ass rings on Saturn. Come on. Like Plus the, 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 ring, the, the rings are cool. Very underrated. Yeah, well, but you also... Know the rings, you know the rings are just stuff like... It's like gravitation. Like That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's weird. Yeah. And it's and super thin. Like The rings are really thin. Like If you get like a 2D or like a, a look at it, eye level of the ring, it's really thin. So crazy? Yeah. I like too how you were like, oh, twenty five percent helium. Like you're gonna be talking, but the other twenty five <laughs> was was hydrogen. So it's not like you'd be able to breathe anyway. We're we're, we're missing a, a critical component there in oxygen. Well, do you have to Whoa. examine my jokes like that? There, time. Uh, no, there love you go. that's I, the game. That's I dig game. it. I dig it. Okay, follow us on Twitter at CFB underscore pod. Give us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Tell your friends. Join the Patreon. We'll be seeing you next week. 